BYU Cougar baseball is on the air as the Batcats get ready to take the field. Rockets one deep left field. Left fielder looks up. That is a grand slam home run. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now to get you ready for Cougar Baseball, here's Brent Norton. Good afternoon, live from Larry Miller Field here on the campus of Brigham Young University. BYU Cougar Baseball is back on the air. Cougars and the Portland Pilots here in Provo today in uh, game one of a three-game set. A few moments ago, had a chance to stand with uh, head coach Mike Littlewood, talk about uh, tonight's game. And this homestand is currently going on uh, during the month of March. With that, uh, we'll play that for you right now. We are here with uh, head coach Mike Littlewood uh, right before the series with this uh, good Portland pilot team. Uh, coach coming off a good uh, or a wild win on Tuesday night down at UVU. It was a win. Uh, had a couple of guys step up, a couple of young kids that are going to get to start tonight because of the way they looked. And and uh, coach, uh, an important series as we've talked about this the entire month of March. Uh, boy, a lot of home games and and uh, you got to start putting some W's in the win column. Yeah, it's an important time of the year for us, for sure. This is an opportunity for us to win series at home, get off to a good start in league play. Had a tough series last week with Gonzaga, but um, and Portland's a good team. They, they have 15 wins. Um, they're big and physical. They can really pitch it this year with some veteran guys. Um, but I feel like, you know, you talked about Brian Call and, and um, Austin Deming being the lineup today, Austin at third and Brian at second. Those guys are putting together good at-bats, um, and – we just need nine guys to play defense and and nine guys to swing it in the lineup, and that's what I'm looking for right now. So I told our guys we may see a different lineup every single night. It's just what's going to help us win tonight, and I feel like this lineup that we have right now is the best lineup to go with tonight. Jordan Wood gets the start, always consistent, your number one guy out there. With a few more runs, he would have had maybe two, three more wins this year. So, But you you kind of know what you're going to get out of Wood and, and looking forward to a good effort tonight. Yeah, the effort's always going to be with, there with Jordan. That's that's the one thing we don't worry about with with him. Um, I, I was talking to Michael Bradshaw, our pitching coach, earlier, and, and said it would it would be nice if he could run his pitch count up to one ten, one twenty, and you know give us seven, eight innings tonight. That would really help our pen. We've got a couple guys that are a little bit tired. Everybody's available, but some some tired guys tonight with the with the long game, a lot of pitching in that Utah Valley game on Tuesday. Um, but you know the effort's always going to be there with Woody. And he really needs to give us a good start tonight. Uh, Mitch McIntyre, Danny Jelilich, both been struggling with the with the bat here over the last two or three weeks. Uh, I'm sure they're taking some extra swings, and uh, you hope to get them on track. Well, we're making some some adjustments with both of those guys. I mean, I think where Mitch stands in the box is is one big thing. He's kind of getting himself jammed a little bit, um, gets gets under the ball, and some some technical things. But I've seen some really good swings out of Mitch. Um, Niagara, and going back just a couple weeks, he's he's put some good swings on the on the on the ball so I feel comfortable that he's always for some reason I feel like Mitch is always going to get a hit I don't I don't know why just one of those guys that I feel confident in um, and then Jelich I mean all he has to do in that nine hole is put the ball in play that's really all he needs to do execute a bunt here or there um, have a good at bat and in that nine hole that's really all he needs to do and so hopefully he, he feels comfortable in that spot there's less pressure down in the nine hole than there is leading off and uh, we'll, we'll give that a shot Jaron Hall quarterback on the football team and got the big game winning hit on Tuesday night against UVU uh, comes from football practice over, tremendous athlete. I guess they've got their spring game this week. So what's his availability going to be the rest of the year? Well, he'll be here tonight after practice. I believe they get done at 545. Um, so he's he's on the bench for us. He'll, he'll be on the 27-man active roster that we have to turn in before each series in league. Um, and then we'll just use him as we need need to down the line. Saturday, he'll probably miss the game, the, the baseball game. Um, he's a kid that if he just played baseball, he would be really good and have a chance to start for us. But Hey, I get the, he's a football guy first, and we'll take him when we can get him. That was BYU baseball head coach Mike Littlewood. For lineups and the first pitch, let's rejoin Brent Norton. That was uh, Mike Littlewood, head coach for the Cougars. As we get ready for the opening pitch here today, Jordan Wood on the hill for the Cougars. So he'll face Chad Stevens. Uh, Matt Kelly will bat second. Daniel Lopez will bat third. Defensively, the Cougars have Brian Sue at first, Call at second base, Jackson Clough at shortstop, and Austin Deming at third. McIntyre in right and left, Jelilich in uh, center, and uh, Brock Hale in right field in the first pitch. Slow roller out to Jackson Clough. He's got it and throws the first for the out. Great start right there. 91 mile an hour fastball running in. Nice slow roller to Clough, makes an easy play. Nice to get the first out of the game on first pitch. Boy, right on the hands 
of uh, Chad Stevens, who is really a good player. Hitting 314, has three home runs. We talked about this Portland team. They've got 25 home runs as a team, so this, these kids can really swing it. Boy, they have uh, turned this uh, program around. Jeff Loomis, who played at Portland in uh, 1994, this is his fourth year, and it doesn't even look like the same kind of program, uh, Tuck, as uh, he has turned this around on the mound and also swinging the bat. Yeah, they're playing really good baseball. They're really, really, really pitching it and really can swing it. Fly ball. Right field, Brock Hill coming in. And foul territory, just unable to quite get there. About 10 feet, 15 feet foul. And uh, just out there in no man's land where no one could run it down. Jordan Wood, 2-0 on the year, 1.76. Talked to Coach Littlewood a little before the game. Boy, if he'd had some kind of run support, he'd probably have four or five wins this year. Yeah, he really would. It's amazing how we just haven't able to score when he's on the mound. So Matt Kelly, who's got five home runs on the year, will step back in. 20 RBIs for Kelly. Second baseman for the Pilots and the first pitch. There's a bunt foul. Came up and hit Kelly in the leg. And he's quickly behind in the count 0-2. Ballpark up in Portland has gone through kind of a three-phase change up there. And... uh, the turf, the new lights. The, by next year, they're supposed to have the entire infrastructure, oh, the bleachers, awesome. and sitting there on the Willamette River, just a beautiful place for baseball. There's a ball hammered. Jelilich coming in in center field. He's not going to get there. So a one-out single by Matt Kelly. Yeah, good swing right there. Fastball. bring uh, Daniel Lopez up. Boy, ball right on the bottom of the zone, and Kelly... Hit the ball well. Yeah, he hit that real well, right back up the middle. Jelich came hard, but, uh, hey, first inning he played it safe there and just stopped and left that bounce in front instead of maybe diving and giving off a leadoff triple. Uh, Not a leadoff, but a one-out triple. Daniel uh, Lopez now steps in. He's a senior out of Pico Rivera, California, hitting an even 300 on the year. He's got four home runs. This team, one of the nation's leaders in home runs with 25. And the first pitch is over for a strike. And their, and their ballpark uh, really doesn't present itself as a home run type of ballpark. So somewhere down the line, they've played uh, at Hawaii. That's definitely not a home run hitter's ballpark. They played at home against North Carolina State, UT Rio Grande Valley. And Stephen F. Austin, those were all home games. Here's the 0-1. Lopez takes that one over for a strike. Breaking pitch there by Jordan Wood. Boy, and I remember last year, Lopez really hurt us at their place. He had some big hits in those two victories that they had. Cougars lead the series 25 wins, 13 losses overall to Portland. Portland started their baseball program in 1923. Pitches a little bit inside for a ball. Home plate umpire in today's uh, contest, Kenneth Durham, Ruben Candelari at first. Jimmy Craig, second base umpire, and Sean Lampy is the third base umpire. One and two, the count. Here's the pitch. There goes the runner. Swing and a miss. Throw down. And he is safe. So that's two and they are going to call a double play as the batter got in the way of Noah Hill. Double play for the Cougars. As Lopez strikes out and then uh, the interference call. No runs, one hit, no errors, and no one left. We're through a half an inning. Portland nothing. The Cougars coming to the plate on your new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. This BYU team off to their second best start in Cougar history. Coach Littlewood and two of the last four years have uh, led teams to the two best starts in BYU history, currently uh, 14 and 5. Portland is 15 and 6. Portland has the most wins in the conference coming into the uh, weekend. And a wild win on Tuesday as the Cougars pulled out a 14 to 13 victory over UVU. A real twilight zone type game. Cougars uh, just kind of quit playing really after three or four innings, got the big lead, just couldn't defensively kind of fell apart. 
I didn't pitch the ball that well, uh, stopped swinging the bat, and then finally woke up uh, thanks to McIntyre on the mound and yeah. a big hit by Kalen Hall there at the end. I'm just glad that series is over because that was not fun to witness. But a win's a win. You'll take them. Brian Sue steps in. First pitch to Brian is up high for ball one, 89 on the fastball from uh, Kevin Baker. Baker, uh, no wins, a loss, 4.50 earned run average. Baker, 23 strikeouts this year. And here's Baker's pitch, and that is outside for ball two. Good story here with Baker. He pitched against us two years ago. Last year, he got hurt and had uh, Tommy John surgery, so missed pretty much the whole year last year. So he's starting to slowly get back at it as well. 2-0 pitch. That's up high, ball three, and you wonder... Just like Ryan Brady for the Cougars, uh, Baker, I'm not, not sure if he's on a pitch count or what might go on in, in game one here, but a big, strong kid that threw well here, as you'd mentioned, uh, two years ago. Yeah, and they're being smart with it. He uh, he didn't pitch last weekend to kind of rest him up for this week. So 3-0, that's over for a strike. Everyone's programs are a little bit different, and so it'll be interesting to see how they use his arm. I think he came back a little bit towards the end of last year. He's a good arm, though. Baker, 6'3", 225-pounder. There's a ball hit up the middle. Shortstop goes over, gloves it, and they'll throw Sue out. Good play by Chad Stevens at short. See the... Hall will now step in for the Cougars. Wearing number eight on the jersey. Brian Call takes a pitch over for a call strike. Brian Call got his first collegiate start, first collegiate at bat. First collegiate hit was a three-run home run against UVU, and then he ended up getting a, a two-RBI single. So off that performance, uh, Call gets the start here against Portland. Yeah, coach liked his at-bats and said, hey, we're going to run you back out there. So nice to see a kid get rewarded for, for a good day. One ball, one strike, the count. Two call, and that ball's hammered to left field. Base hit. That might get through. No, it's going to be cut off. Now he drops it. Call kind of put his head down there. I think he could have gotten into second base, but a nice uh, swing by Call or a line shot into left field. Brian Call, interesting story, came as a freshman, really wasn't much uh, on the travel roster. Almost yeah. used that. I guess he did he use did that as a red shirt. Yeah, he redshirted that year. Went on a mission. So he's three years out of high school playing as a, a red shirt freshman for BYU. And I'm not sure he was really in the plans this year, Tuck. But uh, Yeah, he came back this fall and he really struggled. Really struggled off his mission. Just wasn't quite seeing the ball. And uh, it wasn't until after the first of the year when we came back from Christmas break that... Uh, it was like, okay, he's starting to see the ball. We had a couple of inner squads down in St. George where he got hot, and it was like, okay, it's coming, it's coming, but it's still not quite there. But uh, coach decided to roll with him on Tuesday, and it, it played out pretty good. So I'm happy to see him have some success. Brock Hale steps in now for BYU, Cougar right fielder. And Kevin Baker from the stretch looks in and throws to first and call back in safely. A call out of that... Uh, Hotbed of baseball, Mission Viejo, California. His dad was a longtime high school coach there in the Valley. Really good coach. Comes from a family of just baseball players. Want to know the count with one man out. And Baker taking his time. Now he rocks and fires, and that pitches outside for a ball. Had call on the postgame show. And I'm telling you, that young man was excited. I could almost feel his heart pumping yeah. through the through my headphones. I mean, he was he was pumped up. Well, he should be. You know, it's nice to be able to get rewarded for, you know, hard work and, and then have a little success. It's awesome. Really happy for him. 2-0. That's up high for ball three. And, and the good thing about it is, that, you know, he's been dreaming about that probably for three years. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing about that, even though it was a short porch and right, that ball would have been out of here. That ball was really smashed. It's a really good piece of hitting. But his best at bat was that single up the middle he had for two RBIs late in the game. 
Three and all the count to Brock Hale. That's on the outside corner for call strike one. Defensively for the Pilots, Hunter Montgomery's behind the plate. Trace Tamaro is at first. Matt Kelly at second. Chad Stevens at short. Daniel Lopez at third. Cody Hawken in left. Jack or Jace McKinney in center. And Gabe Scoro is in right field. And, of course, uh, Kevin Baker on the hill. Baker, very uh, slow worker out there, especially when he gets in the stretch. Takes a lot of time between pitches. Well, tonight we're on the W.TV. We're on the BYU Broadcast uh, New Skin BYU Sports Network and as well as AM 960 here locally. So uh, however you're joining us, uh, welcome. 3-1 pitch outside, ball four. A good take right there. So Cougars at first and second base, and that will bring Jackson Clough to the plate. Just a little bit of wind right now blowing out toward right center field. Yes, it was swirling all during BP, sometimes a lot towards left, sometimes straight from center, then out to right. It's been really crazy wind today. Rained early today, then most of this afternoon, sun came out, beautiful day. Overcast now, but uh, pretty good conditions for baseball here in March. That pitch hits Clough, and the bases are going to be loaded with one man out. And the young freshman Deming coming to the plate. Yeah, just over, overhung onto that changeup and spiked it in the ground, and it bounced and hit Clough in the, his front leg. Yep. Got him on that right leg, so Clough down to first base. Well, this is another kid here and Austin Deming now batting here who got rewarded for good play on Tuesday with the, his first career start at third base today. Yeah, Deming was uh, DHing in the game on Tuesday. Went two for five, scored a run, and getting the start at third base. I know normally in infield I see him taking ground balls at first base. Yeah, but he's a kid who played shortstop in high school, so. Cougars with a chance to take a lead here early. Pitch from Baker, curveball up high for ball one. Yeah, this is one of those parts in the game where, especially with how tough it's been to, to give Jordan Wood runs this year in the first game of the series, to really get a big hit here and, and get a couple of runs on the board early. Baker, three appearances, all starts this year. He's thrown 14 total innings. And the pitch, that's down low, ball two. Almost looks like Baker just almost holding on to the ball so long. I mean, he just yep. wants it so bad. On, on his curveball and his fastball. Well, great time to hit right here. Looking for a fastball middle in and drive it. Two balls and no strikes. Deming swings and fouls that back into the catcher. And the count will go to two and one. Uh, game two tomorrow night, six o'clock here in Provo. And then the third and final game of the series on Saturday at 1 in a very important March homestand for BYU. Having lost 2 of 3 to Gonzaga this weekend, Cougars have really got to kind of turn it around. And the 2-1 pitch is over for a strike. Yeah, and that's the best pitch that Baker's thrown on the day. 91 mile an hour fastball painted on the black. Good pitch. Well, now you just compete here. Try to hit yourself a sack fly in the outfield and, and at least get one run. Two balls, two strikes, one out. As Deming steps back in. Here's the pitch. Deming foul ball off of his foot. Went out to Baker. Loved it on one hop. Deming hopping around a little bit. Appears to be okay. Big and bad right here for the Cougars. Would love to get uh, Jordan Wood a lead here early in this ball game. Two and two again. The count. Kevin Baker from the stretch and Deming fouls it off. Yeah, good battle here. Find a way to get you a a hit here or. Or a sack fly in the outfield. 
Deming again set at the plate. And the pitch. Curveball. Well, had uh, Deming fooled a little bit, but fortunately was down and out of the zone. Yeah, Full count. Really good swing and miss breaking ball right there. Good take there by Deming. Like you said, more of a fooled take. Well, I doubt he'll come with that pitch again. He's got to come at you with that fastball. It's the only pitch he's been able to really throw for a strike. Three balls, two strikes. The first base umpire talking with the first baseman. About, I think about getting out of the way of the base runner. Not causing any kind of interference. And the 3-2. That's outside ball four, and the Cougars take the lead. On a single, a walk, a hit batter, and another walk, and Deming with an RBI. Yeah, that's a really, really good at-bat by Deming right there. Got down two strikes, fouled a couple pitches off, and then was able to take back-to-back -back pitches to get an RBI walk. Great at-bat by the young freshman. Now Mitch McIntyre will step in, but not before the Portland pitching coach out to have a little chat with uh, Baker. McIntyre's uh, looks so good at the plate, but his average has dipped down to 200 now as he's really been in a bit of a slump these last couple of weeks. But uh, as Coach Littlewood said on his pregame show, every time he gets up there, I think he's going to get a base hit. They've done some, they've tweaked him a little bit, yeah. some adjustments with him and Jelilich both. Yeah, he's working hard. He's a kid who puts in a ton of work to perfect his craft. He's a fast twitch guy, has a lot of pop, can really run. He's just missing balls right now, and when he's hitting balls hard, they're at right at people. Um, he's leading the team in walks. He has a 400 on base percentage, so he's finding a way to be productive. But this is a chance now where he needs a big hit, right? Get a fastball to hit here and hammer it and, and really turn this inning into a great inning. Mitch, the sophomore out of Tooele, one home run, four RBIs. Leads the Cougars with five stolen bases. And the first pitch almost gets away from the catcher, pops out of his glove. Not far enough for anybody to advance, so the count 1-0. and oh. That is the 23rd pitch by Kevin Baker. Bullpen starting to move around a little bit out there as it looks like they've got another right-hander up. There's been a single and two walks and a hit batter that have led to the run. Still only one man out. And that 1-0 pitch is high for a ball two. Yeah, it just seems to be for Baker that even his, his close misses are just missing for balls. He really cannot quite find his rhythm here in the first inning. And this is where you have to make him pay for giving those free bags. Two balls, no strikes. That pitch is down low, ball three. So I'm sure taking all the way right here, McIntyre. Cougars have pushed one across. And Kevin Baker really struggling, finding the zone. You know, I didn't see Coach give him the take. i curious to see if he gets a fastball down the middle if he takes a hack here. 3-0. That's over for a strike. Well, still 3-1 three, three count. You're still being really selective. He's got all the pressure on him. There's no pressure on you. It's all on him right now. He Corners are about even with the bag defensively for Portland. Up the middle, double play depth. And Baker from the stretch. Here's the 3-1. That ball hammered to right field. That ball is going to get in the gap. One run scores for the Cougars. Here comes the second run. And here comes run number three, all safe. Cougars lead four to nothing on the Mitch McIntyre. Bases clearing double, and the Cougars up big here, four to nothing. Well, and that's what you have to do. He gets a fastball right down the middle, running away, and just hammers it. And Deming did a great job at first base. He had a fantastic read. Coach Littlewood was actually thinking of holding up Deming a little bit, but he was right behind the second runner, and because of it, he scores easy, and big double there by Mitch McIntyre, fantastic. It's like Coach looked up and, and didn't realize how close Deming yeah. was to the guy in front of him. We're going to get a pitching change. We'll take a 90-second break. Cougars leading 4 to nothing here in the first on your W.TV new, new skin BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. 
Well, number 57, he is a freshman out of uh, Everett, Washington. 6'3", 205-pounder, Morgan White into the ball game for the Pilots. The Cougars on two hits and uh, three walks have scored four runs here in the first inning. And there's still one man down the big hit, the Mitch McIntyre. Bases clearing double with the double McIntyre now with seven RBIs on the year, and that will bring Kringlin to the plate. Morgan White, uh, one win, uh, no losses, 3.52 earned run average. This will be his sixth appearance. He's thrown 15 innings, has 17 strikeouts. Opponents are only hitting 173 off this freshman. Yeah, 12-6 curveball, 87-89 mile-an-hour fastball. And Kringlin will step in. Here's the pitch from White. That is down low, ball one. Kringlin again the last couple of weeks, with, along with McIntyre and Jelilich, have really been struggling swinging the bat. Yeah, you get really. those three guys going, and uh, this team could be awfully good. Yeah, absolutely. Really need Kringlin to get going. He's a, just that guy that's been so successful in his career. One ball, no strikes. Kringlin takes that one down low for ball two. Well, it's certainly not the weather that's got Portland bothered here because they're used to this overcast, yeah. uh, chilly, rainy type of weather. Yeah, Baker just didn't have it, you know. You walk two guys, you hit another, and you give up a big double, and that's the difference. 2-0 the count. Pitch to Kringlin, a swing and a miss. Keaton uh, DHing in today's game. He's... Uh, Played a lot of left field for the Cougars throughout his career. A little bit of first base. Have a feeling he'll probably be pretty much in that DH role. Unless uh, some injury or whatever pops up. Kringlin hammers one foul down the right field line into the bullpen area of Portland. Portland wearing their gray pants with the black tops. Uh, Purple numbers, Cougars in their white pants with the royal blue and white numbers here in the ballpark today. Pretty good crowd has come out to watch this uh, West Coast Conference Series. And here's the pitch. That pitch bounces up there to the catcher. Hit about, what, five feet in front of home plate. Those are the tough ones to block, too. And Mitch does a really good job of seeing those reads. That gets away any further, he'd de definitely take off to third. Keaton Kringlin with a 3 2 count. One man out, four runs across. And the pitch to Keaton is down low, ball four. So another walk given up by this Portland staff. They came in with an ERA of 3.46. That's a really good at bat by Keaton right there. New reliever coming in. He took the breaking ball, fouled a couple pitches back, and then took the fastball running down and in for ball four. Good at bat. I really liked his swings, though. That was the thing I liked is that his swing looked much better that at bat. Hopefully that can kind of transition as the, the game and the series goes on. Noah Hale steps in. Cougar catcher. And the right-hander, here's the pitch. He'll little looper right field, right fielder playing very shallow. He's not going to get there. And here comes McIntyre, who got a great jump on that, scored from second base. Boy, what a great read by McIntyre. Picks up an RBI for Noah Hill, and the Cougars lead 5 to nothing. Well, he knew right away that that was going to drop, and that's a, a little bit of an over-aggressive read with one out because that would have been a double play had he caught that. But uh, because of that read, he scores easy. And I looked up just before that pitch, Tuck, and saw how shallow that right fielder was. Yeah. As soon as that ball was hit, I thought it was going to be caught. And yeah. to see McIntyre, like you said, maybe not the smartest play, but it worked out for him. Yeah, it definitely did. And, and if you're going to go down, go down being aggressive, right? And coach is just yelling, uh, just talking to him in the dugout there saying, hey, make sure you see that down. 
One man out, and Jelilich steps in. The number nine hitter for the Cougars squares the bunt, takes the pitch over for call strike one. Danny, a 250 hitter with uh, five RBIs. Tremendous speed, great defensive center fielder. Had. Uh, he might be the fastest kid I've ever seen. Was uh, the uh, leadoff hitter for most of the year, but was striking out just a bit too much, so they moved him down in the lineup, maybe take a little pressure off him. Here's the 0 1. Jelovich takes that down, low ball one. Cougars have lost five games. Their largest loss was by four runs. They've had a bunch of two-run losses and one one-run loss, so this team has been in every game they've played so far this year. Here's the 1-1 one, one to Jelilich, a swing and a miss. And the count of ball and two strikes. Morgan White, the reliever, had to come in after Kevin Baker lasted a third of an inning. He couldn't throw a strike, and when he did, McIntyre doubled in three. And here is the one-two to Jelilich, and he swings and misses, goes down on strikes for out number two. And that'll bring Sue to the plate. Uh, Brian started this inning out, grounding out to the shortstop. For Jelilich, that's the team leading 22nd strikeout. That's the one thing he's got to cut down on is those strikeouts. Just put a ball in play. It's useless having speed if you can't use it. Two men out. White's pitch to Sue is high and tight for a ball. Well, the Cougars would like to tack another run or two on here. When you get them down, you just want to try to keep them oh, down. Absolutely. This Portland team can score runs. And this is the guy that can do it. He's the hottest hitter on the team. Ryan hitting at 4.09 as he steps in. He's 0 for 1 today. That pitch is outside. 2 and all the count. Mike Littlewood in the third base coaching box. Uh, seventh year for the Cougars. 196 wins, 151 losses. So he's creeping up on that 200 win mark. Maybe he can get that uh, taken care of before we leave uh, Provo here in the next couple of weeks. 2-0 pitch. Sue pops it up. Shortstop uh, behind home plate is there. Makes the catch for the out. And the Cougars are retired. The Cougars with uh, five runs on three base hits. There were no errors. Two runners left. We're through one complete. 5 nothing. BYU over Portland on your W.TV Newskin BYU Sports Network. This is BYU Baseball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, Jordan Wood back on the hill, but now he's got a five-run lead. First pitch from Jordan Wood is down low, ball one. Yeah, Jordan hasn't had to sit in the dugout that long in one of his starts yet this year. Cody Hawken is the hitter, left fielder. Here's a ball hit hard right at Clough. Jackson gobbles it up, throws to first for the out. Coach Littlewood said on the post game down in Orem, really liked the way Clough handled himself at the shortstop position. Looked very comfortable. And uh, I'm sure that's, again, why he's getting the start out there at the number six hole here tonight. Yeah, no, he's, uh, he's a good player, just really good. Can play all positions, and right now he's our guy there. There's a ball hit pretty well in the center field. Jelilich coming over now. Here comes McIntyre in front of him to make the play for out number two. So quickly two out for the pilots. Yeah, fastball up and in and just got in on the hands to where that ball could only get to about midway in the outfield. Good I, I would put this uh, defensive outfield with oh, anybody yeah. in the country. Absolutely. These guys can run. They can run a lot of balls down. Well, that's one of the tough spots about why you talked about Keaton has to do a lot of DHing is because just this plus outfielders out there. Blake Porter, D.H., steps in. First pitch a little bit low, 92 on the fastball by 
Jordan Wood. So uh, Jordan feeling it out there with that five run lead. That ball's laced into center field. That's going to drop in for a base hit. So Blake Porter with a two out single. Will bring to the plate to Gabe Scoro. Sophomore out of Portland. Yeah, fastball down the middle. Did a good job hitting it right back up the middle. And that will bring uh, Scoro up. He is uh, a 283 hitter, seven RBIs on the year. He's the right fielder for the Pilots. Brent, what does it say this team is hitting as a team, average-wise? They're hitting 261 as a team. I'll check that. Uh, yeah, 261, that's correct. Cougars are hitting 282 coming in. It's crazy to me. You look at their numbers, looking at them all week, how many extra base hits they've hit. Every single one of their guys have had multiple extra base hits, and almost everyone's hitting a home run in their lineup. So a lot of pop in this lineup. They really want to turn and, and burn. 0-1-1 the count. Two men out, runner at first base, and the pitch from Jordan Wood. A bunt right back to Wood. Jordan's got it. We'll throw him out easily. And the pilots are retired in the inning. No runs, one hit, no errors, one man left. We're through an inning and a half. Five-nothing Cougars leading the pilots on the W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network. BYU Baseball on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Now back to the ballpark and Brent Norton. Brian Call will lead it off for BYU as we go to the bottom of the second. Cougars up 5-0. First pitch to Call is outside by one, uh, ball one. Brian had a base hit into left field his first time up. Cougars with uh, three hits and five runs. Thanks to about three walks, uh, they put those five on the board. McIntyre, the big blow, a bases clearing double. 1-0 pitch is high for ball two. I'm happy to see McIntyre have a little success that way. You know, when you're not getting a lot of hits, it really starts to wear in your mind a little bit, and you start to really put that more pressure on yourself. Two balls, no strikes. Pitch is over for a strike. So the count now two and one on Brian Call, the freshman out of Mission Viejo. He'll be followed by Hale and then Clough. Fly ball, left field, left fielder going back. On the track, makes the catch. Call hit that ball well the other way. He did hit it well, just not deep enough. The left fielder did a good job of going back and getting to the track and catching that ball. Well, we've seen Call spray it all around the field now as uh, he showed good power to left. We saw the power he had to right field on Tuesday night. One man out, and uh, Brock Hale steps in. Brock uh, walked his first time up. And the first pitch to Hale popped up. Catcher looks back, and that ball's going to land uh, up on the roof here. Now it's going to make its way back into the crowd. And the fan caught it. One happy fan made the, made the play. Hale steps back in. Here's the pitch. Hale, little looper right field. Right fielder is not going to get there. Brock Hale kind of off the end of the bat. Single into right. Fourth hit for BYU, and Jackson Clough steps in. I love the smile he just gave Coach Pratt and said, hey, it's a hit, Coach. It's a hit. Looked like on the replay from the W there, it was just off the plate by a couple inches. And Brock uh, went the other way with it instead of trying to pull the ball. And Knocked it in front of the right fielder, Gabe Scoro. Jackson Clough now steps in. He was hit by a pitch his first time up. And here is White's pitch. Good curveball there on the outside corner for a call strike. Yeah, really good breaking ball right there. Good action to it. 
0-1. Clough steps back in. Pitches off the plate for a ball. 347 down the lines here in Provo. 380 in the left center field alley. 388 feet in the right center field alley. 402 to straightaway center. So deep, deep ballpark here, especially in the alleys. And even, uh, you know, 347 down the line, that's, that's that's a pop. Yes, it is. Isn't it nice to have a field that actually has the dimensions out there? It is nice. Ball and a strike. Here's the pitch. Clough lines one into left center field. That's going to drop in, and that's going to go all the way to the wall. Brock Hale around second base. They're going to try to score him. Here comes the throw, and Hale will score easily. And the double by Jackson Clough. Cougars lead this one by a score of six to nothing. Yeah, good piece of hitting right there. Fastball away that Clough just hammered that. Hammered that left center. Just kept slicing away from the center fielder. And Brock had a great read at first and scored pretty easily there. Good swing so far early in this game by the Cougs. Yeah, no throw even really attempted on Hale as... As you'd mentioned, the ball was slicing away and with a little help from the wind that's kind of blowing that way now. And like uh, Tuckett mentioned before, uh, kind of a swirling wind in the ballpark today. Every time I look up, it looks like the flag's going a different direction. It really is. One man out. And the pitch to Deming is up high ball one. Austin walked and with bases loaded, picked up an RBI. His first RBI as a collegian. Of course, you got to do it walking, but he'll take it. Yeah, absolutely. Here's the one ball pitch, and that one drops in for a strike. Yeah, good changeup right there. This Portland team has scored 20 more runs than the Cougars so far this year. They have hit 15 more home runs. Their slugging percentage is about 60 points higher. But they have also struck out about 50 more times as a team. And you kind of see that with a team that has a lot of home runs. Yeah, usually, you know, if you're home run guys or swing and miss guys, You rarely see a high average team being a a long ball type team. Just doesn't correlate. They've committed 31 errors on the year. And the Cougars have committed 22 errors on on the year. Five of those came Tuesday night. Ball hammered by Deming down the left field line. That ball will be foul and out of play. So two balls, two strikes to count on Austin Deming, the freshman out of Santa Clara, Utah. Hitting 333 on the year. This will be his uh, 13th official at bat for BYU. Clough made a move like he was going to go to third base. That pitch is outside. And it's interesting, you've got Deming and Call who really haven't hardly played at all up until the Utah game Tuesday. Now they're both in the starting lineup yeah. in, a, in an important conference series. Yeah, and I know Portland's got to be frustrated scouting report-wise, like, hey, we don't, we don't have anything on these guys. <laughs> but, uh, hey, it's just a testament of what Coach always says, that if you work hard and keep putting in good work and practice, you're going to get chances. There's a throw off of the mound or off of uh, second base. As Clough was really moving around out there, had a giant lead. Finally, uh, Morgan White decided to to throw back to the bag, and Clough was able to easily beat the throw back in. Well, Clough is 5-for-5 on the year in stolen bases, leads the team with those. It's a smart base runner. Now look at that win. It's like blowing in. Yeah, it is blowing almost Uh. directly in. Here's a 3-2 pitch. That pitch almost hits Deming. Second walk for Austin. 
Cougars with runners at first and second base. That's one, one thing. man out. McIntyre coming back up. That's one thing that uh, coach will be really happy about is you get your number called and you go out there and you have quality at bats. You don't always have to get a hit, but you have to have a good, solid quality at bat. By doing that, you know, can get your number called more often. So McIntyre with a double and three RBIs his first time up steps in against uh, Morgan White. First pitch over for a strike inside corner. Looks like that changeup is the only pitch that he really has a lot of confidence in right now because he's throwing those really well. We are in the bottom of the second. Still only one man out. Cougars have put six on the board here in the first couple of innings. And threatening to score some more. Here's the 0-1. That's outside. A ball and a strike to uh, McIntyre. He'll be followed by Kringlin. Same two teams tomorrow night, 6 o'clock. Have all these games on uh, the W.TV as well as the new skin BYU Sports Network. Now the wind has uh, calmed a little bit. Yeah, it just doesn't want to make up its mind, does it? Makes it probably about 20 degrees colder than it actually is for the fans who are here. Good fastball over for a strike. One and two to McIntyre. McIntyre, uh, boy, when you consider it, he was really the star of the ball game out there Tuesday. Came in and threw an inning plus in relief. Bases loaded. Bottom of the ninth, 3-2 count, struck out a hitter. <laughs> 2 2 pitch, or 1 2 pitch is outside. Cougar six runs on five base hits. As Morgan White uh, working his second inning of relief. And here is the pitch. McIntyre takes that one down low, ball three. Yeah, good take on that breaking ball right there. Gets you into a full count. Uh, coach can decide if he wants to have any action here. These pilot pitchers are very slow working on the mound. Yes, they and then are. And the fact that they're walking so many people, this game just feels like it's gone on forever. Ball, foul ball, or a fly ball into center field. Center fielder going back just short of the track. He makes the catch. Runner at second base will move all the way up to third. McIntyre, he was almost at third base, had to run back, yeah. touch the bag, and then he... Moved on to third base on the sacrifice. He was still in there, so yeah, like you said, he pretty much almost touched third. Had to run all the way back, tag, and then head to third. Mitch just missed that. The warning track to dead center. That ball in batting practice would have left us because the wind was blowing out that way. During batting practice, it was beautiful. Sunny, just a light breeze. Runners at the corners, two men out. And Keaton Kringlin, who walked his first time up, comes to the plate. Keaton, 258 average as he steps in, and the first pitch is a little bit low for ball one. A great chance for Keaton right here to go ahead and add his RBI total on the year. White, as we just talked, 35 pitches in literally less than an inning. Yeah. So both these pilot pitchers just really not much command here early. Kringlin fly ball should be playable right fielder coming in. Now center fielder called him off one run scores. That's got to be a single for Kringlin as a center fielder. Jace McKinney came in. 
called the right fielder off. The wind had it blowing it over toward right. Right fielder well, backed was, off. Yeah. Well, the, it looked like the right fielder was camped under it, and then the it, center fielder well, called it. So no doubt he, he let it drop. He was three feet away from it. He easily could have made the catch. The Cougars score another run. It's seven to nothing. And Kringlin gifted a single in an RBI. Hey, sometimes, you know what? You'll just take it. When you're struggling, you'll just take it. Deming moved to third base on the single. Seven to nothing. Cougars five in the first, two in the second. And that will bring Noah Hill to the plate again. Runners at the corners for BYU. Cougars now with six base hits in the game. And Noah Hill, who's single in a run his first time, will step in. Throw to first base. Uh, Kringlin back in safely. That was a bad throw there. It actually hit Keaton. He kept it from going into shallow right field for a run. Hill, the right-handed hitting catcher, steps in. And that pitch is well outside for ball one. Catcher Hunter Montgomery. As uh, I think he's caught close to 80 pitches through through yeah. an inning and two thirds. My goodness, and he's had to block about half of those. I think Baker threw close to 40, and and we're at uh, 38 right here for um, uh, White, and that pitch is down for ball two. Well, the thing that most impressed me about these first two innings, Brent, is the patience. Right. Sometimes you're you're up there ultra aggressive on a guy, and you can swing at borderline pitches. But the Cougs are taking borderline pitches, and it's getting Portland in a lot of trouble. Here's a 2-0. That pitch almost hits Hill. About uh, shoulder height inside. The count now three and oh, you see, kind of hanging in there, and then right at the last minute, uh, Noah pulls back. And you have to feel for, for for Morgan a little bit on the mound. I mean, you're a reliever that, that usually comes in late in the game. You're not used to coming in in the first inning. I bet he barely got enough time to really get warm. 3-0 pitch. That's over for a strike. 3-1. and one. I mean, I think he only threw maybe 10 pitches in the bullpen, and then it was like, all right, here you go. It happened pretty quick. Baker, the wheels came off early. They, I don't know if they were ever on, actually. No, they weren't. I mean, I guess the first batter of the game they were, he got a ground out, and then he struggled after that. 3-1 pitch to Noah Hill. Hill pops this one up foul. Out of play. And the count now 3-2. and two. Cougars have sent six men to the plate. This is the seventh man to the plate after sending ten men to the plate. In the first inning, Jelilich is on deck. And here is White's 3-2 pitch. Fly ball, center fielder. Going over in the right center field alley will make the catch for the out. And the Cougars are retired. They got two runs. They got those two runs on three hits. No errors. And two runners left on. We're through two complete. 7-0 Cougars over the Pilots on your W.TV Newskin BYU Sports Network. For more BYU baseball, let's rejoin Brent Norton. Go to the third inning here. 7-0 BYU leading the Pilots. As Noah Hill flew out to center field to end the inning for the Cougars. And the first pitch to Trace tomorrow is over for a strike. Tomorrow, a freshman out of Clayton, California. He has a 338 uh, average coming in. He's got four home runs. That ball's popped up in the infield. Jackson Clough calling everybody off right there in front of second base. He makes the play for the out. I can't I can't believe that kid's only a freshman with a body like that. He looks like a grown man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Big kid. Boy, what a start to his career. 6'3, yes, 220. Man, he can he's got some juice. Jace McKinney now steps in. He's the center fielder. 
McKinney out of Vancouver, Washington. He is a senior for the Pilots, and the first pitch is outside, ball one. One old pitch, checked his swing, but uh, pitch is called a strike anyway. A ball and a strike, Jordan Wood on the hill for BYU. Has looked awfully good through two. There's a little ground ball out to Clough. It's short. He's got it. He'll throw McKinney out easily. Yeah, good location right there. Fastball running away. See Just the replay there. A ball hit to off the end of the bat of McKinney, and Clough made the good play, came in, charged hard, and made the good, strong throw for out number two. And Clough has a really strong arm. He's got the strongest arm on our team on the infield. If you're watching on the W, we just had the uh, graphic of the uh, West Coast Conference standing. St. Mary's LMU, the two undefeated teams, they're both 3-0 uh, and o on the year. Pepperdine, San Francisco, Gonzaga are all at 2-1. Uh, and one. Pitches over for a call strike to Chad Stevens. Portland, San Diego, BYU all 1-2. and two, And then Pacific and Santa Clara both winless. Santa Clara in the bottom of the pack, uh, three wins, 15 losses on the year. There's a ball hit up the middle. Clough goes over. He's got it. Great play by Clough. Boy. And the Cougars retire the Pilots in order here in the third inning. We're through two and a half, seven nothing BYU over Portland on your W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network. On the New Skin BYU Sports Network. Go to the bottom of the third. Danny Jelilich steps in for the Cougars. He'll go against Morgan White. First pitch over for a strike. Cougars five in the first, two in the second on six base hits. And Portland hasn't helped her cause a number of walks in the ballgame. Both teams have scored uh, airless baseball so far. And the pitch is over for call strike two. You know, Danny just doesn't seem like he can catch a break either. It seems like yeah. he's, he's seen the pitcher's best stuff. Whenever he gets up there, guys are painting the corner. It's kind of the way it works sometimes in this game we play. 0-2 pitch. Jellich swings at a pitch down low on the turf for out number one. That'll bring the top of the order. Brian Sue to the plate. Sue steps in. He is uh, 0 for 2 today. Ground out and a pop-up in the ball game. And the first pitch is up high, ball one. 80 miles an hour on that fastball by Morgan White. As Sue, the right-handed hitting first baseman. Pitches down low out of uh, San Ramon, California, a senior. Sue came in as a much-heralded uh, third baseman. And then he uh, had some injuries, had some arm issues, and got just a great pair of hands. Really an excellent first baseman. And that pitch is outside for ball three. Yeah, he's the best clear defender on our entire team. Um but when he hurt his arm, he can only kind of throw from that low angle slot, which makes it really nice because at first base, he's an all-American type defender there. He's unbelievable the way that he plays first. He's really owned that the last couple of seasons. 3-0 pitch, high and tight. So Sue on four pitches, walks. And that will bring uh, Brian Call up. Call one for two. As he steps to the plate, uh, Brian, this will just be his eighth collegiate at bat. And he's hitting 429, and he's got five RBIs. That's uh, not a bad start. Not a bad start to your career here. Call will bat from the left side. With a man out and a runner at first base. 
pitches up high for a ball. It was awesome that game. I watching the replay. How excited Brian was when he hit that home run, that first hit and that first home run. I think he did a fist pump every base he hit. On the air, he said he didn't even know where the ball went. That's awesome. Until he was about halfway to first base. And I said, well, I knew where it was, and all I had to do was look at the right fielder, and he didn't move an inch. He knew it was well out of the ballpark. Yeah, you know as a hitter when you get it, and he definitely got that one. One and all the count. There goes the runner, pitches over the inside corner, and Sue is going to be oh, tagged out that. at second base. He beat that. Looked like he might have got his hand, and we'll try to pick up a replay, a replay here on, on the that. W. So Sue is called out at second base. That's too quick for us, hard to well, tell. Well, his right hand definitely got past the bag. Let's see if we can see that again. As Call steps back in, we'll try to pick it up after this pitch. Checked his swing and it's over for a strike. Yeah, he definitely got his left hand yep. in there and then tag up on the elbow. One and two. Here's the pitch to call. Strike three called on the inside corner. Calls goes down on strikes. Cougars are retired here in the third. No runs, hits, or errors. Nobody left. We're through three complete. Now 7-0 Cougars over the pilots on your W.TV New Skin BYU Sports Network. <laughs> 